0: charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I have checked. Hello everybody and welcome to the first ever video episode of Allegedly Bravo. I'm Lauren and Cash can't make it today. She is moving. Girls always doing something. Um, So she's moving. So you just got me today, which means it's only one person unhinged on a microphone which means that there's no one here to check me. So like, sorry. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about literally my most favorite ever topic that's hit the dockets thus far, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Like what on earth where have i been like i i wasn't really privy to the fact that this was even like a thing until it started showing up on tiktok like i've literally been living under a rock but i've decided um to climb out from under that rock and i'm going to bring you guys with me so back in 2019 johnny depp filed a defamation lawsuit against amber heard they had been married um, they were going through a divorce or they had already, they were already divorced and Amber Heard put out, um, an op-ed opinion editorial in the Washington post. So I just feel as though it's important to read it to you guys, right? Like, cause how are you going to know? I didn't even know. I mean, I guess skip forward if you already knew, but okay. So Amber says, I wonder if I can share. Wow. Cool. Okay. Amber says, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change. So this was in December of 2018 looking gorge. Um, Amber Heard is an actress and ambassador on women's rights at the American Civil Liberties Union. Wow. Great. Amber says, I was exposed to abuse at a very young age. Excuse me. I knew certain things early on without ever having to be told. I knew that men have power physically, socially, and financially, and that a lot of institutions support that arrangement. I knew this long before I had the words to articulate it. And I bet you learned it young too. So far, so good. Like many women, I had been harassed and sexually assaulted by the time I was of college age, but I kept quiet. I did not expect filing complaints to bring justice. And I didn't see myself as a victim. Then two years ago, I became a public figure representing domestic abuse, and I felt the full force of our culture's wrath for women who speak out. Friends and advisors told me I would never work again as an actress, that I would be blacklisted. A movie I was attached to recast my role. I had just shot a two-year campaign as the face of a global fashion brand, and the company dropped me. Questions arose as to whether I would be able to keep my role of Mara in the Justice League and Aquaman movies. I had the rare vantage point of seeing in real time how institutions protect men accused of abuse. Imagine a powerful man as a ship like the Titanic. That ship is a huge enterprise when it strikes an iceberg, there are a lot of blo- uh, whoa, a lot of people on board. Desperate to patch up holes, not because they believe in or even care about the ship, but because their own fates depend on the enterprise. Totally. In recent years, the Me Too movement has taught us about power, how power like this works, not just in Hollywood, but in all kinds of institutions workplaces, places of worship or simply in particular communities in every walk of life women are confronting these men who are buoyed by social economic and cultural power and these institutions are beginning to change. We are in a transformative political movement moment. The president of our country has been accused by more than a dozen women of sexual misconduct including assault and harassment. That was the orange one outrage over his statements and behavior has been energized has energized a female-led opposition. Hashtag Me Too started a conversation about how profoundly sexual violence affects women in every area of our lives. And last month, more women were elected to Congress than ever in our history with a mandate to take women's issues seriously. Women's rage and determination to end sexual violence are turning into a political force. Okay. So far, I feel like this lady has only like restated like everything anyone's ever said about the me too movement and about like powerful men taking advantage of people sexually especially women that's what i get i would love to hear your opinions okay but i'm gonna keep going um, well then she goes on to talk about the violence against women act but i'm gonna scoot past that um And then she says, we should continue to fight sexual assault on college campuses while simultaneously insisting on fair processes for adjudicating complaints. Last month, Education Secretary Betsy DeVos proposed changes to Title IX governing the treatment of sexual harassment and assault in schools. While some changes would make the process for handling complaints more fair, others would weaken protection for sexual assault survivors. For example, the new rules would require schools to investigate only the most extreme complaints. Oh, my God. And then only when they are made to the designated officials. Oh. For example, the new rules would require schools to investigate only the most extreme complaints and then only when they are made to designated officials. Okay. I don't get that. Someone help me. No one's here. Shit. I don't get it. Okay. Women on good for her though. I'm loving this op-ed women on campuses already have trouble coming forward about sexual violence. Why would we allow institutions to scale back supports? Totally. I agree. I write this as a woman who had to change my phone number weekly because I was getting death threats for months. I rarely left my apartment. And when I did, I was pursued by camera drones and photographers on foot on motorcycles and in cars tabloid outlets that posted pictures of me spun them in a negative light. I felt as though I was on trial in the court of public opinion and my life and livelihood depended on the myriad judgments far beyond my control. I want to ensure that women who come forward to talk about violence, receive more support. We are electing representatives who know how deeply we care about these issues. We can work together to demand changes to laws and rules and social norms and to right the imbalances that have shaped our lives. That's it, you guys. And the paragraph that I skipped. I guess I could go back and read it, but I just, it just talks about like, we now are beginning to bolster institutions. Like for example, like nobody cares. I mean, people, everybody cares, but you know what I mean? Um, okay. So that's the article that Johnny's pissed about. Um, and I find that a little funny. So Johnny got all riled up when he read this thing in the Washington post. I'm assuming someone sent it to him. Another question that I have that I would like someone to weigh in on. Like if you're, Ooh, if you're a ghostwriter, I have questions for you because did Amber Heard write that or did a ghostwriter write that? Like did Amber Heard write that the way Carol Radzowell writes her shit? Or did Amber Heard write that like, I don't know, like another person, like Christiane Amanpour or something? I don't know. Anyway, it's kind of hard to talk to yourself. I don't know if I really like this, but we'll see. I miss cash. Okay. So after he, after he got all riled up, Mr. Johnny got all riled up about this, you know, op-ed that. Amber wrote, which to me was representative of like people getting elected to Congress. Okay. So Johnny files a complaint in Virginia saying that this is where all the events took place in Virginia. I'm just going to take their word for it because the trial continued there. Okay. So this defamation action, this is filed in the complaint. This is what Johnny submitted to the court to begin all this litigation process. Okay. Complaint. Plaintiff John C. Depp II, a.k.a. Johnny Depp, in support of his complaint against defendant Amber Lara Heard, hereby sub- states the following. Oh, my God. I didn't know Johnny Depp was a junior. And I, I also don't like calling him John. Like, why is Johnny the nickname for John? Because John is four letters and Johnny is six letters. So I don't understand how that's a nickname. Cause it's clearly longer. John jr. Why don't they call him jr. Johnny J. Junior, jr. Whatever. I just found it really interesting that, that he's a junior. I wonder what else like is interesting about him. I'm sure we'll find out now that he's testifying on the stand. Okay. So Johnny complaints to the court, this defamation action. Oh, I think I can share this with you. We'll be back after a quick break. Finding Ruby is the incredible true story of a 16-year-old tricked by a seemingly innocent Facebook message. A message that would lead her from the protection of the mountains to the nightmare of an online trafficking den. Her first message to me was like, Hi, are you looking for a job? Ruby is hidden from the world, from everyone except her abusers. But... She isn't alone. There is a team of people looking for her, and they will stop at nothing to find her. This isn't just the fight of her life. It's their fight, too. Search for Finding Ruby today. Cool. Okay. This defamation action arises from an op-ed published in The Washington Post by actress Amber Heard. In the op-ed, Miss Heard purported to write from the perspective of a public figure representing domestic abuse and claimed that she felt the full force of our culture's wrath for women who speak out when she spoke up against sexual violence. Okay. So that's like why we're here today. Um, And then, you know, everyone, I'm sure you guys are wondering as much as I am, like, okay. Like it never said Johnny Depp though, right? Like I read it. I just read it again to you. Like I read it out loud even, and I never heard Johnny Depp. I don't recall ever saying Johnny Depp. Like I can read it again and see if my eyes deceive me, but I'm pretty sure Johnny Depp's not named in there. Right. Well, right. So Johnny continues to complain, although she never identified him by name, the op-ed plainly was about, and other media consistently characterized it as being about, Ms. Hurd's purported victimization after she publicly accused her former husband, Johnny Depp, quote, Mr. Depp. (laughs) So now he's Johnny. I mean, AKA Johnny. Why didn't they just put up there? Mr. Depp, like John C. Depp, the second AKA Johnny Depp. Quote, Johnny Depp, like name him up there, whatever of domestic abuse in 2016 when she appeared in court with an apparently battered face and obtained a temporary restraining order against Mr. Depp on May 27th, 2016. Okay. I'm just going to say, I didn't know that either. So like already this complaint is like, listen, I wouldn't have even known that this happened. I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention or I have like amnesia or something, but I wouldn't have even known that this altercation happened if he didn't like file this and take it to court. Like he's making it a way bigger deal Ah, in my opinion, the op-ed, especially for someone whose name wasn't even in the freaking piece of paper, but everyone deserves their day in court. Okay. The op-ed depended on the central premise that Miss Heard was a domestic abuse victim and that Mr. Depp perpetrated domestic violence against her again, never saw his name. I never saw it in the op-ed when I read that to me, I wasn't aware. Maybe it was different 2018 when it was written, like right reading that now I'm like, uh, that really is a bummer, but I'm not thinking, Oh, Johnny Depp was abusive to Amber Heard. Like, I just think, Oh, Amber Heard had an abusive history. I don't know. Okay so Johnny claims that the op-ed depended on the central premise that Miss Heard was the, a domestic abuse victim and that Johnny abused her the op-ed clears the op-ed's clear imp- implication that Mr. Depp is a domestic abuser is categorically and demonstrably false wow it's hard to talk. Okay. That's in paragraph two of the complaint. Paragraph three of the complaint says that the, um, Mr. Depp never abused Mrs. Misheard. heard. So the point of me bringing this up is not only because like, that's what we're talking about today, but because it's like, this is a defamation case. And like, Johnny Depp is saying like, well, everything she's saying is a lie. And because she lied, like my reputations hurt. Right. Like that's what defamation is. But then he's saying, I never abused Mrs. Hurd. So why did, was there a domestic violence restraining order? Okay. Well, it was dropped, you know, like there's just a history of abuse there. Apparently. Um. But the court has to or Johnny's um, counsel has to prove that Johnny was never defam or was never abusive to Amber. And if they can't show that Johnny's never been abusive to Amber, like it's not defamation because it's the truth. It can't be defamation if it's true. That's just saying the truth. You can't get in trouble for saying the truth. People will probably be pissed but it's not illegal to say the truth. Um, so Johnny claims that uh, all these claims are considered uh, defamatory per se. Um, and if you listen to allegedly Bravo episode 17, trampling into an unbelie, unbelievable lawsuit and 18 John and Krupa verse Brandy Glanville. Oh, door. You didn't. Then you obviously know all the rules of defamation, but I'm going to give you a little refresher defamation per se is when the defamatory statement, which includes words that impute the commission of a criminal offense involving moral turpitude. I love that word, moral turpitude, but basically it's, you know, crimes of moral turpitude or like, you know, cheating, adultery, DV, stuff like that. Things like that. Uncut jobs. Um, they impute infection with some contagious disease, which I'm now like kind of, so generally it would mean like, Oh, if you like accuse someone of having AIDS and they don't have AIDS or accusing them of having herpes and they don't have herpes, like, like diseases that are so contagious, but like in a scary way. Um, not like, Oh, she had a cold. That's not contagious, diseasey enough. Um, impute unfitness to perform the duties of office or employment or want of integrity in the discharge of duty. So it's like, you can't do your job because you're like, a for whatever reason. Um, and last that this would prejudice, like this defamatory statement would prejudice the victim the plaintiff johnny in his profession or trade so you don't have to prove any damages they're presumed um but that's only if you can prove that your career has been damaged if you can't prove that your like career has been damaged then you have to prove how the statement damaged you because you can't just be like my feelings were hurt like you have to show that you suffered from it um, and you have to show actual malice. This means that he has to prove that Amber knew that this was all false. Like everything she said in her opinion article that we read at the top was all false. And that she said it anyway, like knowing that it was false. Um, so Johnny said that this op-ed was timed perfectly with the Release of his film Alice Through the Looking Glass. Um, and so, because of that, Johnny lost movie rules, faced public scorn, um, and that Disney ended up dropping Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. What? I, did I know none of this? Like, I didn't even know they were still making pirate movies. Like, did they drop him as Jack Sparrow because they weren't making pirate movies or because? Of this article because I don't know, maybe I wish I could go back in time and read the article with the mind of Lauren in 2018. But if I could tell her to care about this, you know, that would be fun. So he's saying he lost all these, you know, movie roles and stuff. So I'm going to scroll down to the part where we begin to talk about the facts of the case. This is when they start reading, then juicy, juicy. Okay, so. Johnny toots his own horn for a moment and says titles, this section, Miss Heard wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post that implies she was a victim of domestic abuse at the hands of Mr. Depp. Johnny starts by saying Mr. Depp has appeared in more than 50 films over the last three decades. He has worldwide name recognition. That's true. And played a diverse array of iconic roles, mm-hmm. including Edward Scissorhands, Willy Wonka, Captain Jack Sparrow, the Mad Hatter, Grindelwald, John Dellinger, and Whitey Boogler. Whitey Bo- that one's not iconic. I don't think the last two are iconic and they should have stopped really. They should have started Edward Scissorhands, Willy Wonka, Grindelwald, John Degler, Whitney, whatever, Jack Sparrow, Mad Hatter. You know what I mean? Like give us end on something nice. Okay. He's grossed over $10 billion in the United States. Like all his movies have, um, and he won the people's choice award 14 times. Okay. That's like super important. He wants everyone to know. They got married X, Y, Z, then they got divorced. The marriage lasted 15 months. I found a copy of the prenup, um, in all the exhibits for the trial that's going on right now. And, um, I'll post it cause I found it interesting. Okay. So then Johnny claims unbeknownst to Mr. Depp, no later than one month after his marriage to miss heard, she was spending time in a new relationship With Tesla and SpaceX founder Elon Musk. Yuck. Did you know that if you drive a Tesla and you get a crack in the windshield, you cannot call safe flight repair, safe flight replace. You have to have Tesla fix it. Like I feel as though like owning a Tesla could be more expensive and more annoying than owning like a a uh, Mercedes or a BMW where they're always breaking and you can only use their parts, but it's like, at least you could use a safe light repair, safe life replace on like a BMW. I mean, come on, Elon, get over yourself. <laughs> I'm unhinged. Cash isn't here to stop me. Okay. So only one calendar month after Depp and Miss Heard were married while Mr. Depp was out of the country filming in March of 2015, Eastern Columbia building personnel, I guess that might have been where they lived, Um, testified, okay, Miss Hurd received musk late at night. Oh, I love this sentence. Wow. Only one calendar month after Mr. Depp and Miss Hurd were married, while Mr. Depp was out of town, out of the country filming in March of 2015, Eastern Columbia building personnel testified that Miss Heard received Musk late at night at Mr. Depp's penthouse. Love how they don't call him Mr. Musk. <laughs> it's just Miss Heard received Musk. Ugh. You know, that's not an attractive last name. Sorry if that's your last name. Specifically, Miss Heard asked the staff at the Eastern Columbia building to give her friend Elon access to the building's parking garage and the elevator late at night and they testified that they did building staff would then see Miss Hurd's friend Elon leaving the building the next morning okay so obviously he's implying that like I don't know they were cheating on each other cool um So Musk's first appearance in Mr. Depp's penthouse accord occurred shortly after Miss Heard threw a vodka bottle at Mr. Depp in Australia when she learned that Mr. Depp wanted the couple to enter into a post-nuptional agreement concerning assets in their marriage. Miss Heard's violently aimed projectile virtually severed. Mr. Depp's middle finger on his right hand and shattered the bones. (sighs) Oh my God. That's awful. I did hear about that finger. I did hear about that. Um, Yeah. Although Mr. Depp was never identified by name in the op-ed miss heard makes it clear based on the foundations and false accusations that she made. Okay. If they're false and everyone knew they were false, like, and he was never named, how would we know that it was about Johnny Depp? I don't like, am I stupid? I don't think I'm stupid, but I just don't know. I mean, I really think we have to go through this in a lot of detail because this is a 40, 44 page complaint, but there are a lot of exhibits. You know, we have the op-eds, the, this, the, that it's, it's a fun one to like go through and watch. Um, I've been watching it on TikTok live stream. We're on day eight of the trial and so far Johnny's testified, um, and ooh i find this pretty interesting so let's talk about his little severed finger for a second because as we all recall in the sentence that he just like said you know um johnny said that his finger was severed and like his bones were pretty much broken well that exact night apparently johnny decided to post this he dipped his finger in paint, he testified that he dipped his finger in paint, the bloody finger. See, when he ran out of blood, he dipped his finger in paint and wrote all kinds of shit. I mean, what even is that? What even is that? And then he also accused um her, her of cheating on him with Billy Bob Thornton. Look at that. Starring Billy. Like, what? You mean to tell me that your finger was all broken and you did that and you, I mean, I'm sorry. I think that's abusive. I think that's abusive. Okay. Here's one more. Like what? Good luck and be careful at the top. No, sir. You got it wrong. It's good luck and don't fuck it up. Clearly he's too selfish. He needs to get out more. Okay. This one made me uncomfortable. This is a photo that was presented of Johnny Depp so high and fucked up and passed out with a smoothie on his lap that ended up falling over because he's passed out with his hand in his pants. Uh, Now he testified he's passed out due to drugs. So that was like, that's kind of upsetting, you know? I, no one wants to see that, but yet here I am showing you. And then, um, this was also a point made by Amber Heard's counsel that like, this is just shit he had laying around like lines of Coke and I've never done cocaine. Not that, not that I've. I've never done cocaine and you suck. If you have, I've literally never been offered it except for once. And it wasn't the vibe when I was offered it. So I was like, "Mm, no, um, is that a, is that a tampon applicator right there next to the ID card? And is that tampon applicator? What is used to suck up the Coke lines or is that tampon applicator just there? Also, if that is a tampon applicator, I implore somebody to design something a little better because I just, something about Johnny Depp using a tampon applicator to like huff lines of Coke. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. So that's, what's going on there. Um, so much, so much but the reason why these photos are being brought up are because Johnny Depp said that he had never abused Amber and never had any abuse. Like this is abusive. Like, just so you know, just so everybody knows, like if your partner um, writes crazy shit like this and is like trying to be all scary and like writes in blood on the mirror, like that's abuse. That's like, okay. To ask for a restraining order. Um, do we know, like, do I know what happened to have this happen? No. Do I know if she like hit him first? I don't care if she hit him first, to be quite honest with you. If she hit him first, she hit him first, but that's not why we're here. We're here because Johnny's saying that he wasn't abusive, but I feel like day one, he's right here. Abusive. I mean, if I were a juror, I'd be like, oh, I don't need to see anymore. But we'd love to know your thoughts and opinions. Um, In the meantime, I miss Cash so desperately. We'll see her next week. Um, We better see her next week or else I just don't know what I'm going to do. But for my criminal behavior, like I have to talk about this. I have to get it off my chest. My criminal behavior is terrible parking lot etiquette. And notice I didn't say just bad parking lot etiquette. Okay, I can get over it if you're just like a parking asshole, like the people who park in two parking spots, you know, things like that. Like I can get over that. But today I went to a kind of busier restaurant and the parking lot was completely full. So George Glass hops out of the car and goes and gets us a table while I get a parking spot. Duh. So I'm sitting in the car and this lady's coming out of Talbots, jogging across the street getting in her car. Great. I put my blinker on, pull, you know, to the place where I can fit so that she can back out. I'm there and this like uh white Lexus saw that happen and she's like Staring at me in the car and then pulls in front of me and then cuts me off and then puts her blinker on to wait for the lady who is backing out. I just sat there and laughed like maybe she's making a U turn. Like that can't possibly be what this dumb cunt just did. Like this can't be what she just did. Nope. She literally didn't try to back up. She didn't try to make any point turn. She wasn't like, Oh, sorry, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. She stayed there with her fucking blinker on. I turned off my car. I got out of the car and I was like, ma'am, I'm waiting for that spot. And you just cut me off. And she's like, well, I didn't know you were waiting for that spot. I thought you were just waiting for the spot or a spot. I just don't understand how we can be this far into 2022. It's fucking April 22nd, 2022. We've moved from horse and buggy to Tesla cars that can drive themselves, but you can't use safe flight repair on them. These cars drive and park themselves. Now, you mean to tell me that you haven't figured out parking etiquette? <laughs> It makes me want to cry. I can't do it. Figure your shit out. So my criminal behavior to sum it up is people with fucking terrible parking etiquette. And it was terrible etiquette. And I did say at the beginning that it's not people with bad, but I've changed my mind. Figure it out. Figure it out. Okay, you guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, catch us on Instagram, sign up for our Patreon. I just, I'm uploading um, all of these exhibits to Patreon right now. Um, The complaints up there so you guys can read it. I'll also put it on the website, but if you're a patron, you get the episodes early, no commercials and extra tidbits and stuff. All right. See you later. Bye.